holy shit moment after another. All starting with when your partner says, I'm pregnant. Holy shit. Hi everyone, my name's Andrew. Hope you enjoy this podcast journal. Uh, I hope to bring some entertainment for your time listening. Uh, I'm a first time father, new father. My bub is 14 weeks old now. Um, so look, in other words, this is not an advice uh, experience. It's all about my journey through fatherhood and going from a day job to a dad. Well, I'll tell you a bit about myself first uh, and the family. I'm 37, Melbourne, Australia. Been married to Mrs. Andrew for nine years. I've been a tradesman or a fisherman most of my working life, which is 20 odd years now. After leaving school sort of 15 to do my apprenticeship and the last seven years I've been working as a landscaper gardener and five of those years for myself, so self-employed. And Mrs Andrew, uh, nine years for the same medical company, uh, does a bit of travelling for work, etc. And I'm, I'm what you'd call a straight shooter. You get what I'm thinking and that's it. Often a curse, but oh well. Okay, so let me start this adventure about eight years ago, uh, I was at work, got a call to say Mrs Andrew had been in a car accident and had been taken to hospital. Uh, but it wasn't serious, uh, she was sent home later that, that day. Uh, with a bit of whiplash, after about a week the pain in her neck was you know, still there, hadn't improved at all. Doctors had said probably two to three weeks to a month. And uh, a month had passed and the migraines had started and along with that, dropping of glasses with pins and needles in her hands. Long, look, long story short, she ended up suffering irreversible nerve damage in her neck, um, chronic pain and etc. for years with failed treatments and all sorts of medications and the consensus from many doctors was it was very unlikely um, you'll ever be able to have kids. Don't ever say that to a woman. They will spend the rest of their days trying to prove that to be wrong. So a few years of alternative pain management, etc. And it looked as though the doctors were going to be right and you know, kids weren't going to be possible and the uh, conversations about having children sort of slowed. And Look, I'll be honest, it, it, from day one I never really wanted kids so Mrs Andrew was in the same boat until she was told she couldn't have any. Um, so I wasn't really shattered about the news which to some people will sound selfish, horrible and all that. Yep, that's why I don't want kids, I'm too selfish. Well, that all changed. Last September, I was sitting in my garage at my workbench and Mrs Andrew came in and said, close your eyes, put your hands out. Immediately, I was excited about the block of chocolate I thought I was about to receive. I opened my eyes to a tiny little jumpsuit with a I love you daddy on the front. Instantly thought, that wasn't chocolate. And then the penny dropped. That was the first holy shit moment to hit me. Life as you knew it has just changed forever. I was always one of those people that, that thought, nah, won't happen, won't change my life. <laughs> Wrong. Look, the pregnancy is the easy bit, I think. Well, it was for me. Mrs Andrew had morning sickness, nah, 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 nah. all day sickness till the day she gave birth. 
uh, with regular hospital visits for dehydration. I'm glad it wasn't me. So from that day, it didn't get my block of chocolate. I guess I knew what I was in for. Which begins the uh, thinking about everything. Like everything. Work, wife's work, mortgage payments, cars. Which room will we be? Will be the nursery. What renovations does that room require? Then the name. Is it a boy, is it a girl? All of that going on 24-7 in your head. You want everything perfect for your baby. And you want your baby to be healthy, which brings me to the first ultrasound visit. I think on the drive in uh, into town, I was, you know, getting pretty excited about the ultrasound visit. Thought, oh, cool, I'm going to see the baby on TV screen. This is going to be great. Feeling changes pretty rapidly as the wife explained all the disorders and illnesses they can test for with this ultrasound. I found myself in yet another holy shit moment. But this one was more panic. The what ifs questions that run through your head a million miles an hour. Now I'm good at not showing emotion, like really good, even from Mrs. Andrew. But in the waiting room she asked me if I needed a glass of water because I didn't look so good. <laughs> was it that obvious? Yeah. Shit scared I was. That moment the nurse came out, called our names and off we went, pale faced and clammy hand into the ultrasound room. So you sit down in the imaging room, the nerves don't subside while you're there, but seeing that heartbeat, arms, head, body, legs, it's etched in your brain forever. One of many things that will etch in your brain. We were all for finding out the sex of our baby, but it was very elusive according to the imager doing the ultrasound, so we had to wait another 10 weeks or so. To my relief, all the medical assessments of the the baby looked okay, a-okay, um, I could breathe again. I didn't say anything at the time, but I said to Mrs. Andrew in the car, Dale, I swear I saw balls on that screen. <laughs> she agreed, <laughs> and we were 90% sure we were going to have a boy. Because I'm going to leave it there this week, I'll continue on the next episode. The rest of the apps will be a bit longer. Um, this one's a short one. Uh, first step for a podcast needs to be approved by all the platforms. Uh, it's not my first podcast. I've got another one that I'm sure I'll tell you about sometime down the track. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of Day Job to Dad. Press like, add it to your library list, and most importantly, tell your friends about it. Dads, dads to be. Have a laugh. Make fun of me. We're winging it. It's great fun. Dad to J-Job. Till next time, talk soon. Mm-hmm.